Greetings, this is Dave Hellman, and you're listening to Episode 1 of the KarmaSense Wellness Foodcast. In this episode, we discuss what the foodcast is all about, the health and wellness philosophies that drive its content, and what you can do to help make that content better. So let's get ready to rumble. Hi, I'm Dave Hellman. Some people call me Davey H. One person calls me Big Papa Pump, and some call me Tim. Those last two aren't obvious, but maybe explained in due course. I'm a food geek. I love to learn about where it comes from, how it's made, who's making it, what it does to our body, and what it does to the rest of the planet. I'm a certified exercise nutritionist and well on my way to earning my health coach certification from Duke University. Go Devils! My college degree is in computer science and psychology, also from Duke. Go Devils! And I've literally been studying the science of nutrition, physiology, and overall wellness every day of my life for the last 20 years. I study the research, I read commentary, I imbibe marketing bullcrap, and I browse the internet nonsense. And when I say literally, I mean it as it was always intended in the English language, and not the new accepted meaning. When most people say literally now, they really mean figuratively. For those computational linguists and pedants out there, It's kind of a recursive or self-referential irony. But enough about me. Let's talk about how the foodcast works. People who know me fairly well think that I'm a structured person who likes to break any activity into its tiniest little parts and assemble them in an organized way. Sure, there's a goofy edge to me, but generally that's the way I work. People who know me really well know that I'm a mess and a giant space cadet. The only way I bridge that gap is by practice and repetition. So I have a structure in mind for this food cast. Each episode will be about 15 to 20 minutes long. Each episode includes a what's new in the world of health segment, an interview with experts, and a food-related stunt or activity. The news item will be based on what's in the headlines or questions that you ask. The interview will be with guests I find or that you recommend. So far I lined up some food industry insiders, some restaurant owners, and even the rare but elusive neighborhood butcher. As activities, my guests and I will try a variety of different stunts, which I'll hold off listing now just for the element of surprise. Spoiler alert, some of these things might be considered gross. As things evolve and real life happens, I expect many changes to this format. The biggest changes should be a tighter product, high comfort level for me, great info, and a bunch of laughs. I assure you, any changes are always done to improve the podcast. And if they don't think make things better, you'll at least have the entertainment value of watching me fall apart as things come off the rails. We're going to kick this specific format that I just described off in the next episode. But now, let's talk about my wacky philosophy about health and food and how it drives the foodcast content. This isn't just any foodcast. It's the Karma Sense Foodcast. It's named after my health coaching practice, KarmaSense Wellness, which is named after the book I wrote called The KarmaSense Eating Plan. The book is a sincere and lighthearted guide to greater health, greater happiness, and saving the world. And what I've done for the Foodcast is extracted some of the more salient points to serve as guidelines for the type of content that we'll cover. Now let's be clear. These are guidelines. They're not commandments. They'd never work as commandments. First of all, there's 11 of them. And although that'd probably work with some kind of spinal tap joke, I'm not clever enough to think of it right now. But second of all, KarmaSense Eating Plan is all about being inclusive. It's about recognizing that there's different ways to achieve the same thing when it comes to your health. 
And the most important thing is that whatever path you take has to conform to your lifestyle, your values, and your schedule. What are these 11 guidelines? Well, the first one is be happy, be healthy, save the world. That also happens to be the byline of my first book, The Karma Sense Eating Plan. Now, it's probably pretty obvious how a podcast about food might help you become healthier. And it also might be obvious about how it would make you happier. But save the world? Really? You know, among the many things I get teased about, that's probably the biggest one, this whole save the world concept. I get teased about that even more often than I get teased about being obsessed about superheroes and comic books. But here's the thing. One of the things I try to do and I ask everybody to do is as you're focusing on improving your health and happiness through better nutrition and better activity and mindfulness, try and think of ways to add a little bit of intentional kindness into everything you do. I'm not talking about something big. I'm talking about saying thank you, about helping someone in the grocery store who dropped something. Just little things. Things that you don't normally do. Things that are not part of your general habit. And as they all add up, little by little, they combine to make the world a better place. It's the crowdsourced version of saving the world. It's the Wikipedia of saving the world. I know, I know, it's, it's very optimistic of me, but I really think that if we can get enough people just adding these small bits of kindness to their daily, daily activity, it'll make the world a better place. If it worked for Captain Planet, it'll work for us. Our powers combined. I am Captain Planet. If you don't know what that's about, go ask your kids. But in the meantime, that's be happy, be healthy, save the world. Guideline number two is that the cornerstone of happiness is to appreciate the goodness in yourself and in others. There's a crap ton of evidence that proves that the more you focus on good things that people have done for you and on your own self-affirmation, the happier you are. Not only are you happier, but you become smarter, you sleep better, and you become healthier. Take the time to focus on some intentional way the goodness that you've done in your Save the World acts. And focus on Save the World acts that other people have done for you or, or for others. And that'll spread the happiness. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Five variables that impact your health. Okay, so here's where I go from touchy-feely, save-the-world AVH to overly structured, anal-retentive AVH. There are basically five variables that impact your health, and each of them interplay and depend on each other, but you have more control over some than others. So those five variables in order of least control to most control are genetics, physiology, activity, nutrition, and mindset or attitude. For good or bad, your genes are a gift your parents and all of their predecessors gave to you. You're not going to change them. You can do some chromosome damage over time, and most of that comes from the other four variables. Your physiology. That's how your body works. It's your metabolism. It's your hormones. It's your nervous system. It's all that stuff that goes on inside you. And while your genes certainly drive your physiology, what you eat, how active you are, and yes, even your mindset, your attitude, impact your physiology in the long term. Then there's physical activity and nutrition. I think it's pretty obvious how that impacts your health. We could probably have a debate if anyone really cared over how much control you have over each, whether you have control over more of your physical activity versus your nutrition. I tend to think people have more control over their nutrition. Some people may differ with me. They're probably right too. 
We're not all the same, but I think it's obvious, so who cares? Perhaps the least obvious, and the one we have most control over, is mindset and attitude. And again, I'm not just talking about stuff that people consider touchy-feely, and I'm not among them, because I really do believe that bro science stuff of think it, do it. But it also impacts a lot of the stuff that we read in research. You know, there's a lot of conflicting information. Do artificial sweeteners make you want to eat more or want to eat less? Uh, do carbs make you fat or do they make you skinny? It really doesn't matter what the research says because your mind can control physical cravings. To paraphrase Yogi Berra, cravings are 90% mental and the other half is physical. And there you have it, the five variables in order of least control to most control. Genetics, physiology, physical activity, nutrition, and mindset or attitude. Number four, you are not in. This is an evidence-based show. I love the research. You know what I love about the research? We have no better proof about what really works and doesn't work to improve our health than what's in research. You know what I hate about the research? The way it gets misinterpreted by the media and by each one of us as we try to determine how that particular study affects us. But here's the problem. That study was done on a fixed number of subjects. That study was done in a very specific environment. You probably weren't one of those subjects, and you probably don't live in one of those environments. You're changing all the time. You're not even the same person that you were when you started listening to this. That's right. The Foodcast has that kind of impact on your life. To reprogram your life based on the results of one study? That's just crazy talk. Even if there's a preponderance of evidence, multiple studies that say the same thing, you need to experiment on yourself just like you were a scientist. If you find that there's some new habit that you want to take on based on the results of one study or multiple studies, you should actually decide how you're going to measure its success. And when you do that, you should track your success. And you should alter accordingly if you're not getting the results you expect. In the world of research, n is the variable used to tell you how many subjects were experimented on. In the world of your own health, you need to do experiments where n equals 1, where n equals you. Because in all the research you read about, you are not in. I'll cover five through nine fairly quickly, so I probably won't have to play that snappy little tune between each one. They all have to do with nutrition. They're the five mantras of the Karma Sense eating plan. So, what are those five mantras? Number one, eat slowly and stop before you're full. You should notice that that one has nothing to do with what you eat and everything to do with how you eat it. It's back to that mindset thing, that uh, attitude that we talked about before, the five variables that affect your health. Of everything I talked about and will talk about in this version of the Foodcast, this one may be the most important. If you can master eat slowly and stop before you're full, you're really getting in touch with your body. You're really feeling how the various foods you eat make you feel. And you can make the adjustments so that you're always feeling your best. And you can really love and enjoy the food that you eat. If you want to feel better, eat slowly and stop before you're full. Eat protein in every meal. Now, you all probably know that there are three major macronutrients they're called. It's protein, it's carbohydrates, and it's fat. Now, I don't really want to say that one is more important than the other, because they're all really important. But 
you can probably live on protein alone the longest. And yeah, fat is really important, but most proteins that you eat include fat. When I talk about protein, I don't necessarily mean meat. There's a ton of protein in beans, in vegetables, in all sorts of other foods besides animal foods. So if you can make sure that you get about 20 to 30 grams of protein at least in every meal, I don't care where it comes from. The third mantra and the seventh guideline is eat more vegetables and fruits. I am willing to bet that you do not eat enough vegetables. When you crack the code, there's no better food to eat. No better food for you, no better tasting food. You really need to learn to love vegetables and it's not that hard to do. We'll spend some time learning about that here on the Foodcast. Fruit is good too, but depending on your goal for health, it may interfere, and we'll get more into that into the next mantra. But for now, just remember, eat more vegetables and fruits. Next we have, eat whole food carbohydrates after vigorous exercise. People have a love-hate relationship with carbohydrates. They tend to love carbs, but they hate what they do to its body. And different people react to carbohydrates in different ways. Some people can eat all the pasta they want and it doesn't affect them. Some people are carbohydrate sensitive and pasta makes them gain weight when they don't want to. The way to hack that is to time your carbohydrate intake until within two hours, say, of vigorous exercise. When you exercise vigorously, you put your body in a unique position to absorb those carbs in a way that won't make you fat, won't make you feel bloated, and to use the powerful energy that's in carbohydrates to its fullest advantage. You know, eat whole food carbohydrates after vigorous exercise. There is a lot packed into that sentence and guess what? We're gonna pick that one apart throughout the food cast. The fifth and final mantra and the ninth of this never-ending list of guidelines is eat good fats daily and balance a variety of good fats. Despite what a lot of us learned in the 70s and even the 80s, Fat is good for you. The key is to eat the right kind of fat and to get a good variety of fat. We're going to talk about that too. But eat fat. Eat saturated fat. Eat polyunsaturated fat. Eat monounsaturated fat. Eat them all in balance. Just avoid trans fat. That stuff is gross. And there you have the five mantras and the guidelines five through nine. We're almost done with this hot mess. Only two more guidelines to go. Guideline 10 is plan. Eat what you love and love what you eat. The five mantras we just talked about, eat slowly and all that kind of stuff, they're all created to help drive clean eating. But food is more than just nutrition. Food is social. It's spiritual. It's sensual. Food is everything. If you don't believe that, then, well, maybe the food cast isn't really something you should spend your time listening to. If you only treat food as a source of nutrition, then you're missing out on a big part of life. So go ahead, have that ice cream you crave, eat those Swedish fish, take all the Swedish fish you want. I don't want them. Just do those things as part of a conscious plan. That's all. The last guideline is don't take yourself too seriously. It is never my intent to have anything but fun on this podcast. I never want you to feel like I'm lecturing you or telling you what to do. This podcast is all about having fun, and if we learn something good, and if we learn something good about food along the way, it's all the better. So, as my old friend Bozo always said, just keep laughing. What does your old pal Bozo always say? Just keep laughing.
And there you have the first full episode of the Karma Sense Wellness Food Cast. I know there's a lot of work I have to do. I probably say the word really way too much. I have my problem with my sibilance, which is that sissing of the S's. I'm going to work on all that stuff, as well as making sure that future episodes have the content you're most interested in. Best way to make sure to do that is to provide me some input. Uh, let me know what you think, what you'd like to hear. You can do so on my karmasensewellness.com website. You can also help me out by subscribing through all of the various outlets for podcast subscribing, such as iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Star Talk Radio, or Stitcher. And uh, if you're interested in reading this stuff, you can order a copy of the Karma Sense Eating Plan on Amazon or wherever good books are sold. And finally, if you've already read it and enjoyed it, please, please, please write a review on Amazon. If you think this podcast is worthwhile, share it with your friends, write a review. All that will help make future episodes and all future Karma Sense content better. Thanks again, and talk to you next time. Thank you.